chapter 24 of Isaiah, a message for the nations. Come here and listen, O nations of the earth. Let the world and everything in it hear my words. For the Lord is enraged against the nations. His fury is against all their armies. He will completely destroy them, bringing about their slaughter. Their dead will be left unburied, and the stench of rotting bodies will fill the land. The mountains will flow with their blood. The heavens above will melt away and disappear like a roll-up scroll. The stars will fall from the sky just as withered leaves and fruit fall from a tree. And when my sword has finished its work in the heavens, then watch, it will fall upon Edom, the nation I have completely destroyed. The sword of the Lord is drenched with blood. It is covered with fat as though it had been used for killing lambs and goats and rams for sacrifice. Yes, the Lord will offer a great sacrifice in the rich city of Bozrah. He will make a mighty slaughter in Edom. The strongest will die, veterans and young men too. The land will be soaked with blood and the soil enriched with fat. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance, the year when Edom will be paid back for all it did to Israel. The streams of Edom will be filled with burning pitch and the grounds will be covered with fire. This judgment on Edom will never end. The smoke of its burning will rise forever. The land will lie deserted from generation to generation. No one will, will live there anymore. It will be haunted by the horned owl, the hawk, the screech owl, and the raven. For God will bring chaos and destruction to that land. It will be called the land of nothing, and its princes soon will all be gone. Thorns will overrun its place, nettles will grow in its forts, the ruins will become a haunt for jackals and a home for ostriches. Wild animals of the desert will mingle there with hyenas, their howls filling the night. Wild goats will bleat at one another among the ruins, and night creatures will come there to rest. There the owl will make her nest and lay her eggs. She will hatch her young and cover them with her wings, and the vultures will come, each one with its mate. Search the book of the Lord and see what he will do. He will not miss a single detail. Not one of these birds and animals will be missing, and none will lack a mate. For the Lord has promised this, his spirit will make it all come true. He has surveyed and divided the land and deeded it over to these creatures. They will possess it forever from generation to generation. Chapter 35 Hope for Restoration Even the wilderness will rejoice in those days. The desert will blossom with flowers. Yes, there will be an abundance of flowers and singing and joy. 
The desert will become as green as the mountains of Lebanon, as lovely as Mount Carmel pastures and the plains of Sharon. There the Lord will display his glory, the splendor of our God. With this new strength, those who have tired hands and encourage those who have weak knees. Say to those who are afraid, be strong and do not fear for your God is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you and when he comes he will open the eyes of the blind and unstop the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like a deer and those who cannot speak will shout and sing. Springs will gush forth in the wilderness, and streams will water the desert. The parched ground will become a pool, and springs of water will satisfy the thirsty land. March grass and reeds and rushes will flourish the desert jackals once lived. And a main road will go through the once deserted land. It will be named the Highway of Holiness. Evil-hearted people will never travel on it. It will be only for those who walk in God's ways. Fools will never walk there. Lions will not lurk along its course. And there will be no other dangers. Only the redeemed will follow it. Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return to Jerusalem singing songs of everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear and they will be overcome with joy and gladness. Amen, amen. Let's go ahead and read some of the studies that it has here. We read chapter 34. In verses 1 through 17, God's judgment on Edom reminds us that re rejecting God brings disaster. It may mean physical destruction such as the deterioration of our health, emotional destruction and or eternal destruction at the second coming of Christ. Accepting God and his plan for our lives will ensure that we finish the life on the right path. That we finish life on the right path and we will enjoy God's presence throughout eternity. Psalms 35, excuse me, Isaiah 35, verses 3 to 7 says, God proclaims a message of hope to all who are discouraged, frightened, and injured. God will save us and heal our weaknesses. That is his promise. Part of, his, of this has already been fulfilled through Jesus' healing ministry, the gospel. We can ask God for his healing and salvation. The other part of this will be fulfilled at the end of history when Christ returns. Following God means that we are able to ask him to help us in this lifetime and that we are able to share eternal glory with him in the next. In verses 8 through 10, this highway of holiness would provide a way for the people of Israel to return from exile. God also provides us with a passage through the desert of our pain and suffering into his presence. And the road is without danger. Because God is traveling with us, we are not alone as we fight against our sinful nature. 
God is with us, giving us strength to resist temptation. Wow, what a chapter. The significant things for me on this is that the Spirit of the Lord will make all this come to true. So in other words, as soon as everything is done in the heavenlies, when the, where God lives, the Spirit of God is accomplishing, then it comes to pass in this world. First it happens in heaven, then it happens over here. The Spirit of the Lord will do that. That's why we want to raise our hands, kick our feet, and move and rejoice in exercise praising the Lord. Having exercise and praising and worshiping songs. Worshiping songs is so important for our fallen nature so we can continue to give direction to our final nature. Notice how he says, Say to the weak, the fearful, be strong. So we got to continue to say and encourage ourselves. Be strong. Sing songs to the Lord. Continually praise His name. There's a YouTube called Alan Jackson worshiping the Lord. He's got about eight and a half million hits. That one truly touches the heart of a true um, person that's been changed in heaven and is then changed on earth. First, the Spirit of the Lord has changed our hearts in heaven, and now they're changed here. So it's up to us to do the rest of the changing to help our carbon-based natures, our bodies, which our bodies are lazy, arrogant. You know, they're the ones that are sinful, and so we got to believe we can, we can cultivate our own self, our own bodies. Be the best we can be physically, mentally, financially, socially, humorously. Be the best that we can be. Our goal should be to be the, the best in health, in, 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 in respect, in love, and be great examples of what the glory of God can do in a person's life. That's my goals. My goal is to be physically fit, uh, look the best, and intelligently answer people with kindness and poise and wait. You know, it's, it's God's weight from glory put, put invested in us. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up his countenance, and give you peace. Thank you for coming in today's podcast or reading. Isaiah 34 and 35.